Hello and welcome to Meaning, an exploration of how spiritual significance emerges from the life and the work of Plymouth Congregational Church of Minneapolis. I'm your host, Chris Bonhoff. Plymouth member Carrie Sauter has attended hundreds of births as a certified nurse midwife. What does attending such a powerful experience with so many individuals and families have to teach us about the Divine's presence in the world? We sat down to talk about community, transformation, pain, and the sacred. How long have you been a member at Plymouth? I've been a member of Plymouth probably 2007, 2008. So, you know, 15 years. And. How did you make your way to Plymouth? I was raised in United Church of Christ, mm. and then both my parents are UCC pastors. So it made a lot of sense. And then just the peace and justice. We just, I really wanted to be certainly centered in the city, made a lot of sense. As I've expanded my, my profession, you know, I'm a registered nurse, bedside nurse in labor and birth, and went on to get my degree as a nurse practitioner and certified nurse midwife. And so then started at the Park Nicollet Clinic right across the street. And so this really has expanded much more into being a home space. You just moved into this block? Really? I mean, yeah. I think that that has just always made a lot of sense to us. And I think, you know, the more that web just kind of keeps building, you know, the more it's important to realize that we're all just, you know, part of this community. This community is as much the community that I identify with as much as where I live in Hopkins and Minnetonka area. I take a lot of ownership in this space, in this community. Mm -hmm. I'm very passionate about it. It's so fitting and wonderful that we're having this conversation the day after Mother's Day. Did you start working in childbirth before or after you had your daughters? Before. Before. Yeah, I, I think back to when my son was born mm -hmm. and uh, like all of the transformations that are happening mm -hmm. in, that, in that time and space. Time kind of goes away. Bodies are transformed. Yes. You know, there's, there are these kind of mental capacities are transformed. Yeah, like relationships between a person's intellect and their kind of like bodily experience changes. Yeah, there's like strength that and and ways that bodies can can kind of move and and yield and and push and do all of these things that they couldn't in any other place in time. Yeah, and then there's this there's this new being that comes out. So many transformations. It's, it is again nothing short of sacred. Yeah. Right. When I was at, I was a child and youth director in my previous world at mm. St. Anthony Park United Church of Christ, and we had a an older friend who was there, and he was a chief pathologist over at HCMC. He had a great sermon where he just lifted up that you know for in being such a science world, so often his colleagues just get further and further away from God and the role of whatever the great divine is. And mm -hmm. for him, the more he got, the deeper he got into science, the more he believed that there had to be a divine. There mm -hmm. had to be something 
more integrative and spiritual, a God or, you know, and I see that I am always reminded of that, that, you know, people who have uteruses take one very important cell into their body Mm -hmm. and join it with one other cell and then grow an entire human being, an entire organ, the placenta, Mm -hmm. and then birth both from their body, that their body is just designed, this miraculous, great design to Mm -hmm. expand and to change and to transform and then to transform again when the baby is birthed. It is so spectacular and amazing and incredible. We try to hold that sacred space. Yeah. It is hard. It Mm -hmm. is hard work. My body isn't the same as it was prior to a birth. And at the same time, it isn't the same exclamation point. You know, I Mm. was had the honor and privilege of carrying an entire human being and now, you know, being the steward of two amazing human beings. And, you know, it's it is truly work of the divine. I remember back to that time in my family and having the conversations before the decision was made to go ahead into that new thing like man look at the world are are we serious we want to actually intentionally bring another person into this mess (laughs) and and yeah they're like the answer was yes and there was some faith there's faith and hope that goes into that. And, and, and so using that analogy into, you know, our lives when we are not, you know, making babies, but we're making whatever it is that God wants us to make in the world to bring that same level of hope and faith into that. And I think as a midwife, that's, that's what I offer. And that's what our pastors offer yesterday, the idea of being a practitioner of faith, Mm -hmm. right? Mm. As a midwife, I have it in the very physical birth world, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, my role is to meet people where they are, journey with them through pain, which is really brutal. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it it is a, a miraculous design. It's a hard one and it hurts. Mm -hmm. And there's no, we also know something so vitally important is that people always do better when they're presencing with other people, when they don't feel alone, when they Mm -hmm. don't feel abandoned, when they don't feel that, that they're just completely isolated. And that's why the role of a midwife or a, even a faith practitioner or whatever that senses is to is to journey with people that's why midwife with somebody with a person is so vitally important so what i am at the you know when i journey with somebody through their labor experience is i'm their beacon of faith Mm. i've attended hundreds of babies i've never attended this one Mm-hmm. And this one is going to be its own unique, sacred moment and sacred journey. And yeah. I'm going to give you that faith that this is through the pain, you know, through that pain, that this is going to 
be transformative and this is going to change your life and this mm -hmm. is going to be a birth that is going to be one of the most sacred experiences of your entire life. Yeah. And I don't think people who are in the world of ministry do much that's different. Mm. I listened to Pastor Duane's sermon online before coming to the service yesterday. And to help us journey through people being killed for being homeless, mm -hmm. for being killed for having mental illness, to journey with all of us through school shootings. And that's also these beacons of faith that say, hey, you know, if we work together, we can figure this out. We can rebirth something that's so much better and so much more amazing. We all do better when we all do better, right? To quote the great Paul Wellstone. Mm -hmm. and, and that is, I think, our practitioners of faith who continuously remind us that Jesus was our social justice warrior who said, you know, the process is painful. Yeah. And it, the promise is great. Yeah. Yeah. Getting to the other side. I, I wonder in, in your work with, 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 you know, birthing people, I think of our culture as being really allergic to discomfort and pain. <laughs> and I wonder how much of your contact with people is just helping them to overcome that barrier. Yeah. The, All the time. Yeah. All the time. Remind people. Mm -hmm. And, and, and to know when there's a surrender in it too. You know, we certainly offer things like an epidural. Mm -hmm. It's a good tool. It's a tool in the right place at the right time. And, you know, not to use it as a crutch, mm -hmm. but to also be able to use it as the tool it is, um, mm -hmm. is, is an important piece of that journey to know where and when to offer something or even encourage something that I know will be helpful and therapeutic. Well, right. Maybe there's just a, 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 another transformation mm -hmm. in how people relate to pain. Absolutely. You know, as, as a as a communication conduit, yeah. you know, some information that that you need to use in order to get to where you want to get to. Mm -hmm. You can use pain it, like sometimes the message the pain is giving you is that you need you need help. Yes. That yeah. that you don't. This is not this is not pain that you want to be messing with. Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's okay. Yes, and and thank goodness we've got. We've got tools mm -hmm. that help support that. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not a failure ever, yeah. ever. We say that again and again and again. Natural childbirth is a baby coming from your body. Mm -hmm. And if that ends up as even a, what we call a surgical birth or a C-section, mm -hmm. we honor that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. This is, this is sacred, no mm -hmm. matter how this journey unfolds. It's your journey and it's so important. You've been doing this, this midwife thing for 13 years. Mm -hmm. What kinds of transformations have happened for you spiritually? What have you learned? How have you changed? Last week I saw somebody for an annual exam. So the beauty of annuals is I get to see people yearly and do a little check-in and see how lives are unfolding. And a lot of the people who I get to see, have the privilege of seeing, I've maybe caught 
one of their babies. And an annual I had last week is a, is a person who, in her second pregnancy, she and her husband found out at the 20-week, There's it's standard to do a 20-week ultrasound, that the child that they were so wanting had a heart defect that was absolutely incompatible with any sort of future of life. And they were so thoughtful. They utilized people in their community, they utilized their family, and they made the excruciating choice to petition to be able to end the pregnancy. And so at 22 weeks, they had an induction. And these are higher risk situations, especially given the placenta. So the physician group are the people who attend. And they gave birth to this 22-weeker and held her in the most love and care. And I was able to go see the baby and hold the baby and look at this beautiful little being that otherwise was perfect. And I've never seen people make a more intentional, thoughtful, loving. They love this little being so much that they released her in, back into the divine and held her and cared for her. And six years later, we still weep at her annual because I had the privilege of bearing witness to that excruciating choice. And at the same time, they knew it was the right thing for them. And they've gone on and they've had another daughter. And so we celebrated and looked at the pictures of their now five-year-old daughter and their son who I had attended. And they've never not felt like they don't have three children. They honor that dearly beloved second baby so much. And so to go back then, it's stories like that that make me that much more passionate that people need politically to have choice over their own destinies, over their own beings, over their own bodies, over their own identities, over their own whatever it is that's who they are and the choices they make, it just makes me even that much more passionate that we need to be honoring of everybody and their journeys. I mean, I think of uh, the spiritual significance of, of the, the decision to move forward in faith and hope with the understanding that things not going to term is a possibility. Yeah. And, mm. and not being what you'd planned mm -hmm. and not being what you'd hoped for. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the sacredness and the messiness and nothing was more painful. And yet I look back at that birth and it was probably one of the most sacred births in so many ways. Thanks to Carrie Sauter for your work and for your presence at Plymouth. 
and to you for listening. May we together be practitioners of faith and hope, maintainers of a transformed relationship to pain and discomfort. Thanks as always to Jimmy Hulse for our theme. Your thoughts and feedback are always welcome. Email us anytime at meaning at Plymouth.org. Meaning is a project of Plymouth Congregational Church of Minneapolis.